Do you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. Presents. To clarify, this is presents ending TS, not presents as in charisma. Although this is a confusion with good heritage, it being the root of the why did Darth Vader always know what he was getting for Christmas? Because he felt your presence. Anyway, presents. Now, I have mentioned before the futility of trying to buy things for loved ones who have had time and money to buy things for themselves, unless you indulge, as I now do, in an annual exchange of bottles of whisky. For the family of late, I've been going for experiences, such as for number one son, a Land Rover driving experience, on the grounds that as a teenager I'd have loved to have driven a Land Rover. For Mrs. Me, an afternoon of shooting, because in these troubled times, surely it's best to have at least a passing understanding of how to use weaponry. But this is not about presents distributed between the family. Indeed not. This is more topical than that. This is about the exchange of gifts between the US President and the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. This whole situation seems to exist purely so people can take the mickey out of it, which is therefore what I'm going to do. Theresa May's latest gift was a quake, which is not, as you might have thought, a heavily accented duck, but instead a communal drinking vessel, traditionally in Scotland, allegedly, although I've never seen one went up there, apart from in gift shops, for whisky, where it's a shallow cup, has two handles, and you pass it around to share whisky. If you're the sort who wants to share whisky out of the same cup, rather than running to two cups, which I'm not. I'm happy to share whisky, but in general I have a sufficiency in the glassware department to cope with letting you drink under your own steam. Take back control of whisky, I say. Make whisky mine again. The reverse present was a framed picture of Abraham Lincoln. His inauguration not at the theatre. Not a lot to say bad about that, but doesn't seem like something I'd hang anywhere. It's not also the sort of thing I'd horribly hate to see. And it certainly beats a set of 25 CDs of great American films which was passed from Obama to Brown, the like of which I'd presume you'd see next to a Stena Stairlift ad in the back of the Radio Times. There have been other truly dreadful presents offered among the, over the years. David Cameron gave Obama a table tennis table. Why? I mean, a, that's really annoyingly large as a present, even if you do have a private jet. And B, if the man wanted a table tennis table, surely he'd have one. I imagine the White House has a gym. It probably has a sports room. I would imagine Obama could have said to one of his aides, can you get me a table tennis table? And one would have appeared within minutes. That's kind of how being president works. When Lyndon Johnson was president, he used to go for drunken drives round his ranch with secret servicemen following round. When he fancied another drink, he'd stick the cup he was drinking from out of the window and the secret serviceman would rush up, refill his cup from a stock of whiskey in their vehicle and disappear again. That's what being president is. Although, to be honest, if he'd done more of that and less of the Vietnam War, we'd probably remember LBJ more fondly, I suspect. But I digress from presents. George Bush gave Gordon Brown a leather jacket inscribed with his name, Gordon Brown. I mean, obviously it was inscribed with the name Gordon Brown, not another name. But does Gordon Brown look like a leather jacket wearer to you? No, he's a suit wearer, that one, and good on him. What we don't need is informality in our leaders. Wear suits. Don't pretend to be one of us because you aren't. Gordon rejected the gift, 
or at least didn't take it for his own personal wardrobe. I doubt he actually threw it in Bush's face. I think we'd all remember him more fondly if he had. My point, getting back to that though, is twofold. One, who are the advisers who decide on these presents? And did they really think it through? Have they considered their life choices and how they ended up coming up with a gift whose sole purpose is to be analysed and, pretty much inevitably, ridiculed? And secondly, why would the people involved, as in the leaders, not say, you know what, why don't you diplomats just quietly drop this tradition because the only thing it does is make us, and by extension our advisers, that's you, look like idiots. Do we really need a special new way not to respect our political overlords in these dark times? No, we don't. And the fact that this present giving still exists purely, it seems to me, to do that, makes me sad. Oh, hang on, not just sad, also annoyed.